The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. And welcome once again to It Came From the Radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me for our 45th live show, courtesy of the East Middle Public Library. I have none other than the life of Jennergy, Jennelise Feldy. Hello, hello. We have none other than Pronto Comic, Dominic Definition Man Serrano. I don't think I can match that level of Jennergy that she just gave us. She is full of Jennergy. Yes, she is. And we have none other than our special guest this week, who we're going to be talking to with and about, which is awesome because they're here. We have none other than TropicCon event organizer and creator, uh, Patrick Madden. Patrick, I can top that energy right there. Aloha, ladies and gentlemen. And hey, hey, Mark, do you remember that time we tried to talk to with and about someone who wasn't here? They went tar- terribly, terribly <laughs> and, and from an osmosis type of meta show we have, um, Patrick Madden's guest and friend of our show, we have none of them from Fat Guy Inc., Pete Vasquez. Hello, kids. How are you? All right. So this I'm not week- matching anybody's energy. <laughs> so this week's show, as I mentioned, we're going to be talking to with and about these guys in just a few minutes, which is awesome because they're here. But first, we have to take it away with the news it's more than time the news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the cradle con which is having their first annual in-person pop shop um, on July 17th and the 18th at the Cradle of Aviation in Long Island. It's a one-stop shop for all things comics, toys, collectibles, and pop culture. Tickets are on sale now at www.cradleofaviation.org. Also, the show is brought to you in part by the fine folks at sci-fi.radio, which is sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. And finally, the show is brought to you in part by the fine folks at the Big Apple Con, of which we are the official radio show of, celebrating my 25 years of comic bookness and pop culture stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Their next convention will be on July 17th, which is the Big Apple Silver Anniversary Prequel Expo, which is a new date. They moved it, and they have headliner none other than Rob Liefeld. And I want to give a shout-out to our Patreons, of which there are. Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Kyle Horn, Millie Portes, Newsday Famous Dresden Media, Unjikun, Shadow Rabbit Art, The Hurricane, and Yasmin and Ray. You want to have your own little shout-out, go to www.patreon.com, look up It Came From the Radio in the search bar, and just for a dollar, you can get your own little shout-out. All right, so let's start off with the news, uh, sad news, as we should start off with. Let's see. Um, actor Clarence Williams III died recently from colon cancer. Clarence appeared in such films as Purple Rain, 52 Pickup, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, Deep Cover, Sugar Hill, Tales from the Hood, Hoodlum, Life, The General's Daughter, Reindeer Games, American Gangster, A Day in Life, and The Butler, just to name a few. 
on the small screen, Clarence appeared in probably his best-known role of Lincoln Link Hayes in 123 episodes of the series of Mod Squad, which ran from 1968 to 1973. Clarence also played Philby in 10 of the Hallmark TV film series Mystery Woman. Of course, I, being Mark, remember him from the main bad guy, Samson, in a Dave Chappelle film, Half Bait. You guys are familiar with his work? Samson? Samson? Samson. I want to talk to... Oh, wait, no, that's Dave Chappelle, right? What was that? The, you know in the part when Half Bait where they go, I want to talk to Samson. That's yes. Dave Chappelle, but, yes. right? Yes, that, that, yes, that. But wait a second. Wasn't Samson played by Dave Chappelle? I thought that was Chappelle. No, no. Uh, Dave, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, any other guys seen uh, Half Big? Pete? Patrick? I, I, I have, but I wasn't in the proper conditions to remember anything. <laughs> I actually analyzed that scene multiple times. I'm like, wait, is, this doesn't look like a Chappelle. Is it Chappelle? I couldn't tell. So what? it's not. And he died. Is that just what happens? That's a different movie, but the guy who played that character did die. Who was the big main bad guy? Why can't I remember the guy's name? Uh, Patrick, do you remember? Did you ever see uh, Half Baked? Not off the top of my head, I can't remember. It's been so Dominic? long. Half Baked? I have not seen Half Baked. However, I remember this particular actor from being in uh, several things, including uh, Hoodlum and The General's Daughter. Ah. Like, I remember him from those movies, definitely. But not Half Baked. My, my, one of my. Not Half Baked. Yes. Once yeah, again. He, he was Samson Simpson, the, the drug lord. Samson yeah. Simpson, yeah, that was the, the, the character. But what was Dave Chappelle's name in the movie? That's, that's the question. Oh. Well, here, I'm going to do something yes. that's called Googling that. Use the internet. <laughs> yes, there you go. I'm going to use the internet because apparently I'm the one who remembers that. <laughs> well, I'm I have like multiple windows open, so I'm like doing stuff, so I can't use a computer for any other things. Oh, Thurgood Jenkins. Thurgood Jenkins, sir, smokes a lot. Thank yeah. you very much. All right. There you go. Thank so, yeah. you. Like, I was just afraid to open another tab and have my computer crash. <laughs> crash. Am I the only one sitting no. at a functioning computer? No, I am. I'm, I'm at a functioning computer, but I just had my Mac um, die two weeks ago. I had the hard you. drive and the memory in my hands. So I'm just Ugh. fearful. Okay. And my computer's functioning, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, he was a, a spry 81 years old. Uh, you know, that's not bad of a run. I mean, look, you make it to the, to the 80s. Nope, I say 100, 110, just keep on going. You just you really want, want more that. of this? <laughs> yes, I want more of this. I got to agree with her. You're like, how much, uh, like, like, life is existential pain. How much do you want? Yeah. Um, as much yeah. as I can get. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I... sorry, that just made me a little uncomfortable. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, well, let's move on to the last bit of sadness. I, I know Dominic just looked My dad just passed away two, two months ago, so that really makes me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, you didn't know. You didn't know. We, it just, we, yeah. we, we already got into cancel culture. <laughs> no, I'm not canceling anybody. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just kidding. My dad. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So let's, uh, we, let's do the last bit of sad news, and then we can yeah. move on to the, to the happier news. All right. Uh, final bit of sad news. Um, this one's a little different as I actually met this guy at the Big Apple Christmas Con in 2019. Um, he was scheduled to be a guest on this show, but scheduling and then the pandemic happened. Um, Indian-born comic artist D. Raj Verma died recently of the coronavirus after being diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis. Um, as mentioned, I met Deidre at the Big Apple Christmas Con promoting his work on the upcoming series Spellcasters. What I didn't know at the time 
was that he is a huge comic artist in India for over 25 years. Um, and he transitioned to work on some of American comics such as Transformers, Robots in the Skies, um, Escape of the Living Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Plague of the Living Dead, even getting tapped by Marvel to do a variant cover for, Marvel, uh, for the Iron Man 2.0, issue number one, in 2011. Um, based on our correspondence and the conversations we've had, he was just as amazing as his artwork. I am privileged to say that I have met him. Uh, he was a young 54. So that was, uh, that was rough. It's, it's weird. Like when you know somebody, you, know, you meet professionally, that was a, it was an odd one. Yeah. Like I remember when Bourdain died because I got to meet him. And that I normally, uh, celebrity deaths don't, you know, I feel bad, but they don't like. Right, right. I don't feel bad, like, but that one because I met him. Right. It, it, it adds. It, yeah. It's bad. Yeah, that's sad. Especially so, uh, at such a young age. That's really sad. Yeah, so uh, there's actually pictures of him on uh, our Facebook page. So you guys want to see who he is. And like I said, 25 years of, of comic book art and his uh, stuff was amazing based on the book I saw. Amazing. And yeah, so let's move on to, to happier news. Let's move on to happy news. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're actually going to call it happy news? Well, yeah, I think this, this one is a happy news depending on your point of view. <laughs> All right, here yeah, we go. From the... I think we I, should mark this down on the show calendar <laughs> the day that Mark called it happy news. Like... And Charlie wasn't here, too. From the I played the game and I won department. Shortly after his exhibition match with some guy who had his own YouTube channel, boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. had oh this to say to all the disappointed and angry people who paid to see uh, $50, who paid $50 to see the quote-unquote underwhelming performance by Mayweather, which lasted eight rounds with no clear winner, despite some people saying that Mayweather had physically held up his opponent at times to keep the fight going. Floyd says, they say it's not all about the money. Well, your kids can't eat legacy. The patches on my trunks, that's $30 million alone. So who's really the smartest one in boxing? If you guys want to see me do no exhibitions, don't come. Don't watch. When it comes to legalized bank robbery, I'm the best. I don't care if you write good stories. I don't care if you write bad stories. I'll always have the last laugh. Of all the guys who, that you said were extraordinary, the Canelios, the Pacquiados, I made them look ordinary. And then when I see a chance for me to do a heist, a quick heist, I'm the smart one. They say, oh, Floyd, don't look good as he used to look. Well, my bank account is better and better each and every day. That's wow. wild. Talk well, about honor. I'm going to give you, I'm going to be completely honest with you. First off, it's boxing. There's no honor in boxing anymore. It's no. not the 1970s or 80s. There's no honor in boxing anymore. Number two, he's absolutely right. If you, I'm sorry, if you're stupid enough to pay for it, not, not get a, 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 an, a, an illegal stream like I did, if you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're, Paying for real is not condoned using a ah! legal thing. Okay. If you're dumb enough to pay to see those two idiots, first off, uh, okay, Floyd, who's a, a great boxer, and a YouTube guy whose claim to fame was he was making fun of the dead bodies in the Japanese suicide forest on YouTube and then tried to pretend that he was too stupid to know that. Guess what? You deserve to have your money stolen. I, too bad they didn't get more of your money. You don't deserve to have money. You're wow. an idiot. Well said. Well said. You're an idiot. If you don't – okay. Perfect example. I'm just going to use this as an example, and then, you know, I'm going to shut up. Um, Vince McMahon, P.T. Barnum, um, Jeff Bezos, um, Elon Musk, we use all their products, right? We're making these guys billionaires, right? You know, if we stopped, they wouldn't have money. But you guys are still paying to see Floyd, so why shouldn't Floyd cash in? 
Sorry, he's cashing in because people are willing to pay for it. If there's yeah. if there's a if there's a demand for it, why not supply it? Jen, you're a you're a Tyson fan. Are you a boxing fan also? I'm I'm a fan of Tyson's persona and his one man show. Uh, I did I Very did good. Uh, get his fight, his last fight on the TV, and I have to say it seems like similar reviews of this fight. They were just hugging each other the whole time. I mean, it was really disappointing. So, I mean, based on the last fight, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a fan of his fight, but I, I do like his antics. <laughs> Fair enough. Patrick, did you see the fight? Heard about the fight? Thoughts on the fight? Did I think we lose the biggest story or? from that entire night was the fact that um, the YouTuber guy, whose name I can't remember, and quite frankly shouldn't even be mentioned because <laughs> he's kind of a scumbag, um, <laughs> Wore a six hundred thousand dollar Charizard card as a necklace. That's that was the more thing I was impressed by. There's only three perfect ten grade one Charizards in the world. All right, that was a big deal for me. Wow, <laughs> Dominic, you're a, you're a, a physical violence type of guy. You love the UFC. Are you a boxing fan? Uh, not as much as I. I'm a Rocky fan. You know, like, <laughs> that's the last good boxing match I saw. Anything in a Rocky movie? I remember watching. Fair the first time I saw like a real boxing match on TV and like, well, this is, and I, you know, I was a kid, I was like in, in my teens and like, well, this looks nothing like Rocky. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. Cause like there's more action in a Rocky movie. Um, but like I, I watched the Mayweather McGregor fight and right. the fact, like, I remember watching that and I can't say that like I was wholeheartedly disappointed in it. Cause like, look, it did, there was a knockout. There's a definitive winner of, of Mayweather. Personally, I was hoping for McGregor to somehow pull it out. I remember reading after the fact, someone accurately predicted that, that an MMA fighter just doesn't have the, the capabilities to go toe-to-toe with a boxer in a boxing ring like Mayweather. <laughs> it's, it's like, Air. And I remember Joe Rogan saying, like, look, they arranged this for no way that McGregor could use anything that he had in terms of tools. Uh, it's like if they gave him just shin kicks, he could have killed Mayweather. Anything. Right. One other thing than strict boxing rules. And he would have. He would have. And that all being he said, would've. like the fact that Mayweather <laughs> put on a more disappointing fight than the McGregor fight is both an achievement and a horrible thing. Like <laughs> Mayweather should have. Like he. Can, Amen. Like he has all. I get what he's saying. Like I cashed in. I had a patches all over my trunks. I made tons of money. That's great. You are considered one of the greatest boxers because I'm sure this counts as his record. So now he has... No, the exhibition don't count. Oh, exhibition doesn't count? Yeah, exhibition doesn't count. He still has... He still has... Not an official fight. Yeah, he doesn't have to put on any type of show at all. He's got got his money. That being said, with McGregor, um, it it counted as an official fight. He now has a perfect record beyond Rocky Marciano. Right. So considering all that, the greatest boxer, technical boxer of ever, like the fact that he could he didn't knock this guy out. That's just pathetic. It's like, you're, well, you're, I'm going to get Pete. I'm going to give you a piece. Of, I'm going to I'm going to give you a piece of history. Not many years ago. And you could look it up. Uh, I'm the pro wrestling guy. OK, Connor, uh, Connor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather wrestled the big show. The big show being seven foot change, 500 something pounds. Um, part of the buildup for it was they had a fight at a Monday Night Raw between a bunch of wrestlers and Floyd's guys, his crew, okay. where, the, where the WWE 
said, how do you want to do this? Floyd said, well, we'll make it as real as possible. So guys were actually hitting each other as part of the story to progress the story. Okay. Okay. Uh In the now, but after it all came out and then people can joke about bad bunny, this past WrestleMania, the (coughs) singer doing really well at WrestleMania. Here's the thing. Both of these guys and Floyd himself has said this even during, and this is where I respect Floyd. Even during interviews, he stayed in character. Uh, big okay. show's big, so I'm going to have to use my speed. I'm going to have to use this. He was pretending like it was real. He was working the show. Okay. And, the, and then later in interviews afterwards, Big Show, Paul White, had said, you know, I got a lot of respect for Floyd. He came in as a professional. He did the training. We worked together. So he knew how to fall. He knew how to take a punch from me. He knew what to do. Uh, there were parts where Floyd, because Big Show is much bigger than Floyd. Of course. Big Show had told him, okay, you're going to have to, the camera's going to be right there, so you're going to actually have to hit me in the face. You're going to have to break my nose. Oh, okay, you're going to have to hit me in the chest. You're going to have to do, do that's pro wrestlers, and that's they're insane oh, like that. Wow. And I got a lot of respect I, I, for that. But long story, that. Yeah. long story short, Big Show said that Floyd owned it, was like, okay, so this is the world I'm in. I'm going to dive into it. I'm going to put on the show for the fans. I'm going to collect my check. And then I'm going to go away and, and then they're all buddy, buddy about it. And I really think this, the same exact thing here. What am I doing? What do I got to do? Does it count against my record? How much am I getting paid? I'll see you there. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't wrong. Fair. But I'm, look, I'm not saying like you needed to go in like, Oh yeah. No, we're serious. Like you had to kill this guy, but like he's considered the, the greatest well, technical boxer of all time. I think half the people that watched it wanted to see him walk in oh, like yeah. Floyd Floyd <laughs> and murder him. And well, if you well, just, yeah. before we move yeah. on, I just want to throw this out there because uh, you mentioned Rocky before, Dominic. It's like yeah. Rocky Three exhibition match between Hulk Hogan and uh and, and, and Rocky. Well, after, right. after they had the match, they're like, "Hey, like, want to shake a shake your hands and take a picture?" That's how it was. It was just a character right. in the moment. Now look, I just we got to like move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. Dude, you can't. One of only three perfect Charizards. I think we're missing. <laughs> I don't even think it was a real card. I don't even think it was a real card. I think it was a cake. This next, this next one is going to take I think it's like Hillary and Trump. That's it. <laughs> the next, so look, look, the next Pete, Pat, we got to move on. Yes, the so next, when it's your the time next, to talk, the bring next this back one, up. So the, next, the next one is going to take up the rest of the time for the news. That's why I want to move on to this. Is a, this is a meaty, a meaty juicy one. Okay. So for the last bit of news. I don't know. This is pretty juicy already, buddy. From the I understand, but I don't agree department. Read Pop. The guys behind New York Comic Con has found a way to, in theory, recoup some of the money lost from its cancellation of last year's convention, as well as streamline the ticket buying process while incorporating what is learned from virtual cons during the pandemic. In late June, they will start selling metaverse meta- memberships with two, count them, two levels, which would be super fan and I guess regular fan memberships at $99 and $65 for the year, respectively. And what do you get for this hard-earned cash, you may ask? Well, depending on what kind of fan you are, you get the first access to New York Comic Con badges, photo ops, and autographed tickets, and page digital experience, exclusive access to video content and celebrity panels, and an exclusive enamel membership pin to an exclusive New York Comic Con merchandise site online. Executives say... Over the past year, we want you. We we asked you what you wanted to see, and more importantly, how you wanted to see it. Your feedback is incredibly valuable because you are the embodiment of New York Comic Con. This is your home, and we can't wait to welcome you back in person or online. However, you feel comfortable attending this year, you can enjoy the show, whatever the show has to offer. 
Whether that's at the Javis Center or at home, join us as a Metaverse member and enhance your con experience in a brand new way. We'll be hosting separately ticketed digital panels, meet and greet, and workshops all year long, and fans will receive first access to purchase tickets. Patrick, as an event organizer yourself, do you, what do your thoughts on a convention selling memberships to buy tickets? As an event planner myself, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to judge another event but as a fan who's been going to New York Comic-Con since the beginning, I am not going to be paying <laughs> a yearly subscription service just for the chance to maybe go to New York Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con's better anyway. And <laughs> I guess dropped. Yeah. I, I, under, I understand what they're trying to do. I understand. They're trying to make money, Mark. That's what they're right. Yeah, from, from, the, from the just, business end, I understand it. But as from yeah. a fan point, from a, and, and I mean, we've had Lance on the show, you know, we get press passes mm-hmm. to New York Comic Con, we have a good relationship mm-hmm. with them, but I gotta, I gotta call it, I gotta call it as I see it. Having a membership, as Patrick just said, having a membership to buy something doesn't make any kind of sense to me. None at all. No. Just yes, Pete. <laughs> um, then tell every fan that has paid for a personal seat license for season tickets for the NFL. Valid point. Okay. Also, now, now I'm not defending. I'm just right now yes, putting you want to hear. Put it out there. Yes. Information. I'm putting. Also, New York Comic Con has been. Read Pop has been aggressive in their anti-scalping. Oh yeah. Things and this, I think their marketing has failed them because this could have been played or spun as another anti-scalping technique. Right. Because now the scalpers can't just go online and get it. Now they'd have to be members, so they'd have to spend money and stuff like that. So there is a this, there will be even less scalping po- oh, yeah. in theory, in theory, because of this. In theory, if, you know, because because you know, you, are pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, they're they're, they're pretty resourceful. Is, <laughs> yes, that they're pretty resourceful. Putting towards if that money you're putting towards this membership then gets discounted from your tickets if you actually get to purchase them. That's one thing. Oh, there just, you go pay a hundred dollars and then maybe you can get the tickets before everybody else. You know, if everyone gets that membership, they're just going to sell out again like that anyway. Right. It's ridiculous. Like, no. Dominic. uh, Now remember after we talked about that, remember supply and demand. Oh yeah. People will still do it. Yeah. I I have such a love hate feeling about New York comic con. And you know, when Pronto was really going, people were like, you can't say anything bad about New York comic con. You know, they could blackball us. And it's like, at this point, is it important? Was it important for Pronto to do it? It always kind of was because it was the, the biggest show, but there's just this feeling of, of it's not a Comic-Con, as we all discussed. It's a pop culture con, number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And there's just this thing. It's like the thing I loved about Comic-Con almost had nothing to do with the show itself. It's just that I got to see these friends of mine that I'd see once a year at it. It's like it was it was a way that we all got to touch base once a year. That's if I missed anything from 2020, it's that I didn't get to see these people in the independent comics community that I got to like go to the after party and chat and see and check in with them as I always do. The rest of the con, I honestly didn't miss anymore because it's so much stress, so much work to try and get there, so much money that has to be spent. I don't know what it is about Comic-Con that's in my sense I don't want to say it's broken because obviously it's, it's like a juggernaut that cannot be stopped. Um, but there's something about it that's like off now. I don't know what it could be. I don't know exactly what to put my finger on to say that it's off. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's 
but look, first off, having had a table there since 2014, right. since the inception of Fat Guy Inc., I'm, I love it. It's, and I've always gone to it. Now, I think the, the, it's the, the thing that you can't put your finger on, I think, is evolution. It's mm-hmm. evolved into what it is. It's not long boxes and dollar comics anymore. Now it's a lot of other things because it does have to keep up with other shows. Because remember, it's not yeah. Bob that runs the show. It's Reed Pop. So they got to keep up. C2E2, Emerald City. And, and that's why. But the good news for us is there are also, and it leads in, you know, Tropicon, MCon, uh, even the Indie Archer. There are plenty of other smaller comic cons that you can use to fill in that void. At least that's what I've done. Uh, but I would like to read something very quickly from New York Comic Con and their badges because they are offering the memberships. However, however, they're also making available the, the New York Comic Con 2019 only fan verification. So if you're fa- verified from 2019, you'll get an email from ShowClicks on June 11th tomorrow. Uh, no, excuse me, this Friday to confirm their fan verified account for 2021. And if they're eligible for the on sale, which means that they don't have to be members, they can buy badges for themselves or for friends or family that want to attend for the first time who haven't. And then they can get um, their tags, the tickets assigned to them and will create a new fan verified account moving forward. So the membership looks like it's not going to be just like you only have to be a member to get New York Comic Con tickets. It looks like it's, something that might help you get them, but the fan verified stuff is still going to be there. All right. Jen, do you have thoughts on that? Uh, um, Well, I feel like going to Comic-Con is like being in traffic on the Wall Out Expressway. So I feel like that's really the problem. (laughs) It definitely feels that way when you're walking around. And who likes sitting in traffic? So that's my thoughts on it. Um, if we take, if we have maybe 100, 300 less people, then fantastic. You come to my film festival, it's not yeah. like that. It doesn't the, feel like that. It's I more feel negative. As a vendor at New York yes. Comic Con, the, I just want anybody from Read Pop who's listening to know that I don't, you guys do whatever you want to do. We're paid for. We're in fact, I ain't got the corner booth. Let's rock and roll. Similarly, I'm going to keep coming and give you my money yeah. anyway. So yeah, you're going to keep getting yeah. my money. Yeah. You got well, like my I money. Said, you got my, I, no yeah. hard feelings. I, un- I understand. I understand what they're, what they're trying to do. It's Guys, an I'm ongoing comedian. conversation. I, have nothing. I do not represent yeah. Peter or anyone on this <laughs> I am thread, excited so to see let me get that out of the way. Yeah. Like, I'm excited to I... see the new expansion to the Javits Center. That'll be neat. That is true. Yeah. But and I'm, I was just thinking, as I was saying, like I don't know what's – there's a thing that's missing from Comic-Con. The expansion of the Javits Center and the expansion of the Artist Alley might be that thing that I'm saying could be missing, that feeling that about comics, you know. I always We're felt not, like you know. Artist Alley was a con inside of the con. Oh, my God, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right? yes. Everyone 100%. agrees with that. Yeah, 100%. And that's, and that's maybe what I'm missing. Maybe I'm missing it just on a personal level, being a vendor for, like, the past several years, that I don't get to go down and enjoy that. I don't know. There's just something like it almost – it's like a bank that became too big to fail, in a certain way to me. That's fair. And it, no, I'm that's not fair. knocking. And in case if, if Lance or anyone from Reed Pop, <laughs> you know, like we're not, Pronto's not going to do it in 2021. Uh, I'm still just wary about COVID. You know, yeah. Lord knows I've gotten sick. I don't know how many times at, at Comic-Con. And I'm not saying I'm going to catch COVID. I just don't need to catch anything. There is I've had nothing enough. worse than the post-con flu. And the post-con and, flu. And shoulder to shoulder, like sardines in the Javits Center. Exactly. So guys during a pandemic. I'm, I'm, I'm Pronto good. and myself are going to wait for it to really come, really calm down. Same as And I want to come easy. back. Um, and I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. No. Uh, but so, it's, an on, it's been an ongoing conversation between you and I, Mark, about like to do yes, it, to yes. not do it. Should you go? Should you not go? Um, and I don't know. There's just, 
I didn't miss doing it last year on a, an emotional. Right. Yes, I remember. I don't think I'm going to miss doing it this year on an emotional level. I'm actually, I was talking with my wife, like thinking hard about come the fall, maybe doing Tropicon and one of Greg's shows or Phil shows on the weekends as well, because I feel by the fall, there seems to be a message that by the fall, the pandemic's over. It's definitely right. over by the fall. We're just being told by the fall it's over. That's it. Mm-hmm. Pandemic well, over. So well, I feel like. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of um, time yeah. and, 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 um, and other conventions, we want to talk about Patrick and the convention. So we have to take our break. So I'd like that segue. Nicely done. So with that, really we're going to take our break and we'll be right back with the game from the radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. If you had any honor, you would listen to sci-fi.radio, the sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. Kapla! This is Quentin Flynn, a popular voice actor known for Axel Tamon. Uh, and riding from the Metal Gear series. And you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Stick around. During the month of June, get ready for Sinister War, Infinite Frontier, and Extreme Carnage at Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin. And join our membership program where you can save 10% on every purchase. The Long Island Tropicon is coming this July through August. Come to the store for more details. Cosmic Comics and Games is open Wednesday from noon to 8, Thursday from 2 to 7, Saturday and Sunday from noon to 5. That's Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin, located at 846 Merrick Road in beautiful Baldwin, New York. Call us at 516-763-1133. Thank you and stay safe. Hey, it's Marissa Jade, your favorite mob wife, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Looking to sell your entire comic collection? Have that one key issue you're trying to unload? Well, look no further than Royal Collectibles, your friendly neighborhood comic book shop. Buying and selling comics, toys, and merchandise with experience in the industry for over 30 years. From Golden Age comics all the way up to the present, they want to buy your stuff. Reach out to them online at www.royalcollectiblesonline.com or give them a call at 718-793-0542. That's Royal Collectibles in Forest Hills, Queens, New York. Hey, this is Ty Monk, a.k.a. Bruce Leroy from The Last Dragon, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Comic Book Depot has been in business since 1993. Your one-stop comic book shop for comics, gaming, and collectibles. The Comic Book Depot club membership is $15 and gets you 15% off new comics, back issues, graphic novels, and 10% off comic book supplies. Located at 2847 Jerusalem Avenue in Wontaw, New York. Contact us on Facebook for curbside pickup because new comics are back. For more information, give Alan a call at 516-221-9337. The Comic Book Depot. What's up, guys? This is Kari Payton, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio, so keep listening. Hello, friends. This is Ranger Rob, and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. 
Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. Hi, this is Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers in the 25th century, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. My neural net processor is linked to sci-fi.radio, the sci-fi for my Wi-Fi. The more I listen, the more I learn. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to the Kingdom Radio, the official of Gabalcon. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking for our 45th live show, courtesy of the East Middle Public Library, um, where they have tons of programming for free each and every single day. Make sure you guys go check it out at www.eastmiddle.info. And I'm here with none other than our very own Pronto Comics, Dominic Definition Man Serrano. Mark, I just want to say, I know the show is coming up in the world now that we have dog poop bags. <laughs> I'm just I'm Can proud I ask? to be a part of this <laughs> this organization. I'm proud Same. too, but can I ask what was the alternative? People have dogs. Before? People have dogs. Comic people what, have dogs. What, it's comic what, dogs. The uh, the alternative was, I guess, cat litter. I don't know. And that would be I, that would be. Uh, I would have loved to have gotten. I would have loved to have gotten the, that coconut cat litter guy. I, those commercials <laughs> are way better produced. Just saying. And we Back. also have um, <laughs> Tea Life with Jenner Cheese, Jennifer Feldy. Hello, everyone. Remember, this is a character piece. I'm a comedian. Don't take me seriously. Thank you. She's she's double warning herself. And, of course, our special guest who we're talking to us and about, in addition with Fat Guy Inc., um, Pete Basket, we have none other than Tropicon's Patrick Madden. Aloha, guys. So it's been a while since uh, you came to our live show uh, in person, and you had the Tropicon, and I, was, and I was ranking on you for all the different Tropicon stuff. I'll never forget that interview. It was one of my, one of my favorite ones we, we did. One. It was fun. So I guess the 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 main years now I think right yeah, 2019 that's been it's been a while yeah it's it it feels like it was yesterday but it wasn't yesterday yeah it was yeah. either 2019 yeah I think it was 2019 because I remember I went to Tropicon uh I went to the wrong hotel oh fun at first I went to the Hilton and it was like at the Marriott and I didn't feel so bad because even my wife thought it was at the at the Hilton and. I remember thinking like this really, if it's Tropicon, it should be outside. I remember asking in the interview, why isn't there a pool? So now I know it's, it's supposed to be outside, right? Now we're back outside. Yeah. Okay, the there we, go. we wanted to have a nice safe event. And then I personally didn't feel comfortable going to an indoor crowded event just yet. My partner, Alyssa is high risk. So we wanted to do everything we can to give the community something safe and fun to do while still giving them that convention feel um, to bring back that pop culture feeling, you know, from 20, 20 that we missed get that con season a comeback so how do you manage to have that balance between fun and and bringing it back and still staying safe and and being protected well first things first instead of just having it on one weekend in august like we typically do 2022 when that comes back we'll be back to the hotel hopefully the pandemic will be over and everything will be great for this year we're moving it outside spreading it out over multiple weekends so we don't have thousands of people crowding one tiny indoor space over one day or one weekend rather it'll be over the entire summer we're spreading it out having different vendors every day they're going to be socially distanced from each other masks are still required we're taking up the whole parking lot in the back area there of the sunrise mall it's going to be a hoot the samanya mall as, as it's called nowadays but uh no. sun, it's not called the samanya mall anymore we're going to be at the no, we're going to be at the sunrise, sunrise mall, mall. 
Yes. Oh, Sunrise Mall. Kanye's the shortest mall. That's a different mall. I'm, I'm getting my malls yeah. confused. So where is the su- where's the Sunrise Mall? In Massapequa. In Massapequa. Right off the Sunrise Highway. Can't miss it. Perfect location. Wouldn't want to have it anywhere else. Okay, so that's um, actually perfect. It really is. So you're gonna have it in the parking lot. Correct. Yeah. How are people gonna park there if it's in the parking lot? There's more than one parking lot. <laughs> so you're gonna come right up. We have malls are big parking lots. <laughs> like, I don't know. I have to ask lot. the questions. The it's one sectioned off parking lot that you kind of have to walk to from the other parking lot. So you come in, you pull in, you park, you walk across the street. It's literally six feet away. You come right in. We rip your tickets and you go. I can imagine people wanting to park in a, in a vendor spot. That's in oh, my yeah, head. No, That's what I see. Oh That's what we call a tragedy, Mark. That's bad. <laughs> Have we you want that. never been to a flea market or anything like that, Mark? Outdoor <laughs> flea market? Not really, no. Mark doesn't, oh, so apparently. <laughs> Mark doesn't like the outside. <laughs> apparently we're not going like to be like a regular flea market. You know, We're not going to be sitting there selling underpants and socks. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait, I'm not. I got to change oh. my stuff. Sorry, I got to <laughs> change what I'm selling. Yeah, we got to change. We got to mix that up. Sorry for the miscommunication. I got to fix that. Sorry for the miscommunication there, Pete. Yeah, no, it's going to be, we're bringing this out. It's just going to be an outdoor Comic-Con. You know, we're going to have our pop culture show that everyone loves, our artist alley, all of our vendors just outside, under tents, nice and safe, fun for the whole family. So, wow, there's actually going to be tents, so everybody's just not going to be cooking in the sun. Oh, with yeah. Their hardware no, all just the vendors baking. are bringing tents and things like that. It's actually quite shady. There's a lot of beautiful yeah. trees in that parking lot. It's uh, going to be a good time. Everyone's, it's going to be wow. nice, I hope. Yeah. So, and worse comes to worse, we have rain dates. So, not Yeah, that's, that was my yeah. next question. So, what, what happens if it does? We, every single day of the event, we have a rain date scheduled. Like, so, that's why we have it set up the way we do, where it's, you know, we have one week, a week off, one week, a week off two weeks off and then that way if anything happens with the rain days we can just plug into those open weekends and everything's fine yeah oh cool yeah so everything just gets moved over all the tickets carry over all the vendors carry over easy peasy oh sounds like you really had time to think about this well i've been working on this since um when was the pandemic starting march of last year so we had we had plenty of time to do this we've been it's been cooking for quite some time oh but you didn't get a pool literally cooking no no pool Next, I year. will have a kiddie pool. I'll bring a kiddie pool. Okay, Dominic. He will bring, bring that. Fine. You have to. It's actually part of, It's part. It's part of my. It's part of my shtick. I'll explain. I was gonna get a dunk tank and stuff, but this is. I'm not gonna sit there filling it up. I want a pool. I want palm trees. Why is this so hard? Oh, I can make not it. That's, that's easy. Yeah, I can make that's it. Easy. And Mr. Pop and Twist, I got you. Okay, socks. Under, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jen, you got a question for Patrick? Um, for, for Patrick, no, but for Pete, I wanted to ask about. Wow, screw you, Patrick. That's fine. Sorry. <laughs> no, Sorry, Pete's one of, the reason I had Pete, he's an integral part of my artist alley. He's a good friend of mine. He comes to all my events. I'm just teasing. I know. I'm just saying. Pete's <laughs> great. That's why he's here. He's gonna. I, 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 it's related to Patrick you know? because Pat, uh, Pat likes to b- bounce ideas one. off of me. Oh yeah. yeah, Pat likes to bounce ideas off me because I'm gonna, as you can, as you've heard so far, and as Mark and Kelly will tell you easily, um, and anybody who knows me that's listening, I, I really, it's not that I'm unfiltered. It's that I will tell you, and I'm not you tell telling you like the it honest thing. It's, but it's not because you know some people tell because I, I got to be hard and give you the hard truth. No, it's because a good friend is honest oh, for and will sure. tell you, hey, that you know that's why I work really well with my business partner Brent when Brendan because he tells me once, yo, Pete, you know that thing you just drew, yeah, it sucks. Uh, you should not, you should not, you should stop. So I like, I'm going to, Hey, look, you should really do that. 
And no, and that no yeah, idea is a good yeah. idea when Pete comes or, back. Yeah. That's a good idea. I know it's a crap idea, but bad <laughs> idea if Pete says it's a bad idea. We bounce things yeah. off. Or, you know, yeah, it, exactly. Give him some fun. ideas to he's help him the, to help him think. Yeah. But Jen, yeah, I'm sorry. He's what the kids oh, okay. of yesteryear called a I just saw, I saw on your Facebook you're going to be in Lindenhurst at All Star Comics on Saturday the 12th drawing. I'm this curious Saturday. That's cool. This Saturday, I will be at All-Star Comics. A gentleman by the name of Guy runs that store. It's a great store. Um, definitely a place where if you're into the Golden Age and see the slabs uh, and a lot of toys and statues and stuff, that's a great shop for it. But I've been there a few times. And basically, it's a very like super one-man show kind of con. I'll have my prints. I'll have my regular drawings already. I'll have some of my paintings. But I'll be drawing basic. Normally, what I end up drawing there, because people will, be, will stand and wait or they'll pre-order, uh, I'll be doing a lot of sketch covers. Do I have any? Hand- I do have mm. a couple handy. So, you know, sketch covers are the blank comic books that you see out there. Kind of, you know, these guys. Okay. Those listening on the radio, if you go to our right. YouTube page, you can see the behind the right. scenes and you can see what actually Pete is holding up. So, yeah, it's a blank comic. It's basically a blank comic book cover. And then what I what a, a lot of artists do, and it's kind of for a lot of us, it's a bread and butter. Somebody will commission us. Hey, I'd like to buy that book and I'd like you to draw something on it. So you normally mm-hmm. at the shop, I'll do, I'll do that. Like um, I've done a lot of Rick and Morty's for guy and a bunch of other stuff. Like a, an example is I'm holding up a copy of the pink Harley Quinn book that I actually painted on with acrylic paint. Mm. Um, and so yeah. I'll draw basically whatever you want. So let's say you wanted, could you draw me as captain America on the cover? Yes. Can you draw I me? Uh, can you draw me in Darth Vader's outfit without the helmet on? Yes. Basically, it's yes to most anything. Okay, gotcha. I, I, so, yeah, and then I'm, my style goes from anime to fully photorealistic, so I can do whatever you need. And Pete's going to be at Propicon every okay. day of the event this year, too. We're every day. Different for those artists, who are watching different this. vendors every single day. No two days yeah. are going to be the same. Some Except vendors, like we've got, like Pete, uh, like Cosmic Comics, uh, they're going to be like there. The anchor every day, you know, but there's others that will only be there a day or two, and you don't want to miss anything you know, special and we don't want to miss out. So we're trying to, we're going to be providing people with a summer pass. So instead of just buying, you know, one day or two days here, a heavily discounted summer pass. So everybody can come to all eight days. Really well, it's not like a membership, but then you have to pay to buy the ticket, right? It's no, not, like not, that. Uh, not like that at all. <laughs> to put it in perspective, wow. we're doing, it's, it's, an, it's outside. The thing you talked about wasn't like that either. So yeah. <laughs> we're doing, it's $3 for the day, $5 for the weekend or 15 bucks for the whole summer. You get 15, oh. uh, eight days, wow. eight unique events, only 15 bucks. We're That's trying to keep it as cheap as possible. You know, not cheap, but we're trying to we lower the price for everybody. We made it affordable so that people can come and that money that they normally spend on an exorbitant $10, $20 ticket is now going to go into the pockets of the artists and the vendors who need it, how they've missed their 2020 con season. We're all about helping everybody out. Now, I just want to show, because I happen to have bought this at a show a while back from Pete. I know this is a radio show, but we're, we're also on... The YouTube page, so if you go to our YouTube, YouTube page. page. I, it, it sits proudly behind me on my wall, and I look hey, at it often. So. There you go. I, lo- I still I love this drawing. I think it's a, I think it's a great Thank drawing. you. It was me playing with my love of all things um, the Max and my love of Wolverine when he's in Japan. So that's why I got to throw in there a little bit. Well, but thank you. I appreciate that, man. No problem. That was, that was a fun that, – that was fun to draw. So I remember I was bothering you, uh, Patrick, about yeah. the uh, coconut bras and, and the lays. <laughs> we fixed that. For those who don't know, a lei is a necklace of flowers in Hawaii and Polynesian culture. Thank you. Thank you, Definition Man, Toronto. 
You're well welcome. done. Just, just well because done, it's, a, it's a family show at a, at a family library. We just want to make sure everyone knows what we're talking oh, about. Oh, did you Google the, that, Dominic? No, I just know that because I'm smart. Oh. So, so what, what special um, things are you going to have at this Tropicon being socially distant and, and, and aware of the situation and still keep at the Tropicon? To hand out. Like I, I can't reveal anything yet. For, Ooh, uh, secret for, stuff. For, we have some secret stuff um, specifically for each weekend. We're going to have something, something neat to hand out. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, no lays because we're going right. to want to be going and getting up in people's faces to put them on this year. It's just going to be a simple wristband. You come, you sign in, you get your wristband, in you go. Uh, but we will have some giveaways for the first couple hundred people who walk through the gate each day. Uh, and thanks to one of our sponsors, Cosmic Comics, actually, they're going to be helping us. We're doing a free comic book day event, uh, free comic book day redux on the very last weekend of the con. Because uh, our first weekend in August, those dates co- coincide with free comic book day. Um, so we're not going to do anything on that day at that ex- extravagant. You know, we don't want to. We have a lot of comic book vendors there, so you can come and support them. But the week after, we're going to be doing free comic book day redux for those who missed it. We're going to be handing out free comics to everyone who comes through the door while supplies last. Uh, and uh, so we got we have that's one thing I can I can share with you. But there's plenty of other great little surprises like that throughout the summer. So the what, first weekend, sorry, Mark, the first yeah. weekend, if anybody wants, because you're speaking of coconuts. Uh, the first weekend, are I'll you going to wear coconut bra? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, for for twenty dollars, I'll hit you in the head the way Roddy Piper hit Jimmy Snuka <laughs> at Piper's Fit all those years ago, and you can keep the coconuts and wear them however you'd like. <laughs> if we so. sell out of tickets, I will. Me and Pete will personally wear coconut bras the entire first weekend. Oh, is no, that a, okay, that's a challenge? Mind. That's a <laughs> challenge. Not, I do not co-sign on that. <laughs> See, bad I'm, idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> I, I stop. I only sell my body on OnlyFans. Valid. Know your worth, girl. <laughs> In the words of a wise man, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Oh, for true. Mm. Straight. So I, I would have to say that this would be the summer convention not just the tropicon but the tropicon is the convention of the summer because it's multiple times uh, multiple different things so it's not the same same thing each time so we're really blowing it up it's now the title for this year instead of just being tropicon 21 it's tropicon colon an outdoor summer market um so it's it tells you right there in the name we want it to be as literal as possible so people know what they're paying for know what they're showing up to what is it, an uh, indoor dance party? Yeah, an indoor dance party. No, <laughs> outdoor summer air market. We're going to be providing all of the great vendors who you've, you know, love from past Tropicons, all the great artists, the Artist Alley. It's, it's going to be great. We've got food trucks coming, a lot of nice fun activities for families to do that they can only do outside. Um, it'll, it'll be fun. I, I keep saying that, but. How do you decide who's going to be on what weekend? Like, is there like a theme that you have? Like certain guys work with certain other guys? How I that just work? made it as flexible as possible. At the end of the day, what I wanted to do with this event was help all the vendors and artists that I'm close with and I'm friends with from past events. Uh, 2020 was rough on all of them, not being able to get out there and sell and be it. No con season means no income. It's, it was rough. So I wanted to be as flexible as possible as affordable as possible for them to have the event to, to come to the event and for as affordable as possible for guests to come to then give that money to those vendors. This is all about supporting the community, keeping the Comic-Con community and the local pop culture community happy so that in the future, as the pandemic winds down and goes away, we'll be able to have full 
scale big conventions again. Tropicon 2022 is going to be huge. We already have a lot lined up for that. I'm going to blow the doors off of that place, the, the hotel we usually host the event at. But for this year, it's just keep everybody there, keep everybody sustained and supported and just help out that community, support our local pop culture community so that it's still there in the future after the pandemic. We want everybody to be able to come out and have a good time and kind of rekindle that love for all of everything that they love from past years that they couldn't in 2020. Wow. Um, all right. So it I, is, yes. I got one, one quick, I want, I think this is really important. Um, yeah. I wanted to be involved and help Patrick out, not just because Patrick's a friend and I, I love the event and everything like that. I love the way he's doing the event. Now we're all, you know, I've, Jen and Dominic, I'm not 100% sure, I'm sorry, but I know we're all Long Islanders or we're in the general New York, Long Island area. Um, what what Patrick did was, which was what a lot of the other Long Island guys, uh, Seamus over at Cradle Clown, I know he did the ad in the beginning, even the guys over at Eternal. If you notice, there are no overlaps. Patrick's yeah. date. Patrick's dates aren't CradleCon's dates are CradleCon's dates. They're doing their thing. They all kind of, he kind of talked to everybody. Hey, when are you doing your thing? Hey, when are you doing your thing? All the Long Island guys together feel forming a community work together to try to spread everything out. So every weekend at least, or every, you know, a little bit, they're not having stuff on the same weekends so we could have a community. So instead of being stupid, we could build each other up. Exactly. And give not only not only the vendors, the shops, and the artists on Long Island in the area that want to come the opportunity to, to see this. But now the fans can go, oh, let, let's go to Tropicon this weekend. Oh, what do you mean? What's CradleCon? Oh, you got to go check out our buddies at CradleCon. Hey, hey, in August, you got to go check out these guys. Hey, by the way, uh, I came from the radio. Hey, by the way, MCon. Hey, by the way, this. Hey, by the way, that. So we're all working together. You know, that way we all work together as a community. And since Patrick was the, really the first one who started talking about doing stuff for the summer, uh, I wanted to make sure that they, he that was mentioned and that he got his, his dude, his just props for that, for Thank being, you. for being part for continuing what's been going on. Guys, like I said, Jay, Seamus and John Rosas and those guys that are building yeah, the thanks. community. Yeah. All those guys that are trying to build the community out here. Cause honestly, I know we're all competition. Uh, shows are competition. I get it, but they're really not. We're really here also to help each other. There's plenty to go around guys. Yeah. We could all help each other and, and play nice. And make things happen. And that's, uh, sure. that's, that if you want to support the... an artist yeah. or a vendor in the area, no matter which show you go to, the more of us that you support, the more conventions you support, the more you're supporting your local comic book shop, the more you're supporting your local artist. It's all, all goes back to them. That's, it's the end of the day without our vendors, without our artists, the guys selling the comics, the toys, the anime things, the, artists all without that without that lifeblood of these events there are no events there's no pop culture and so we need to support that and by making it this way like pete said we ex all the organizers on the island excruciatingly like planned out how we were going to do everything so that each weekend our vendors and our artists can be out there selling all of the fans who haven't been able to go to a convention who you know might not even see their friends haven't seen their friends in over a year they usually see them at new york comic-con or Tropicon yeah. or CradleCon or whatever, they can now come out, see each other every weekend in a safe environment, you know, and have a good time, enjoying all the pop culture that they love, have that pop culture paradise feel over at Tropicon. Well, I know Patrick, um, you actually have to leave early for the show, I have uh, so I want to, so I want to give you the opportunity to throw out your social media, all the website stuff now, and give your final thought, and then you can hop out, and then uh, Pete will will carry the rest of the the show for you. You know, we can. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, yeah. You can find us on all forms of social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at 
L-I, at L-I-TropicCon, T-R-O-P-I-C-C-O-N. And um, if you guys, anybody out there is interested in vending, we still have a few spots left. You can email us at L-I-TropicCon, again, T-R-O-P-I-C-C-O-N at gmail.com. We have a few spots left. We'd love to have you. Uh, and tickets will be on sale this Friday, but this is airing later, so it'll be on sale um, early June. So it'll be on sale when you hear this on the radio. But people um, can go to our YouTube page and see it right now. So they yeah, you know. Know. And, and it is right now. Streaming. You know. It is streaming. But uh, tickets will be on sale on our Eventbrite page at litropiccon.eventbrite.com. Um, and like I said, $3 per day, $5 per weekend, or you can come every day this summer for only 15 bucks. It's a unique show every day. There's going to be something new that you didn't see the day before. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I, I got so many thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just if you're looking for something fun to do this summer and you want to support great local businesses, great local artists, and really keep the pop culture on Long Island going, come on out and have a good time. We really want everyone to just relax and enjoy themselves after a rough year. That's why we always tell it's like a, we're a pop culture paradise here at Tropicon. <laughs> um, so come on out, relax, buy some comics, buy some toys, get some great art from Pete and everybody else coming and have some good food, have a good time, et cetera. Cosplay, please. It's cosplay is going to be a big part of this event as well. We're going to do a cosplay contest again. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, thanks Patrick. I appreciate it. I know you, like I said, I know you have to run. Yeah. I appreciate it guys. Thank you so much for having me. Really. Thank you. No no problem at all. So Pete. Look forward to going. Look forward to seeing you, Pat. Thanks man. We'll we'll see everybody soon. Yeah. I'll talk to you later, brother. Bye man. So, Pete, yes, sir. Your social media time. Where can people find out more uh, about yourself? Very easily. Uh, if you see on the bottom there, there, where it says P E A T, he's pointing to the window. If you're watching bottom, on the, the YouTube window. page, <laughs> if you type in on at Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, uh, what's the other one? Twitter, P E A T one one seven one seven. I will pop up, so you can find me there, and then. On the Instagram and the Facebook and the Twitch, the link tree is there that'll take you anywhere else you need to go. But I pretty much have uh, over the at the beginning of the uh, of 2020 when things started going crazy, I uh, rebranded everything into the one name PEAT 11717, and you will find me there at on all social medias. Um, I'm primarily Facebook for you know ads and hanging out and talking to everybody. Instagram is where you'll see a ton of art, and Twitch is where actually where you will see me streaming. A couple times a week, just hanging out and drawing. A lot of times with other artists that are coming on to hang out and they're drawing as well. Not really a show, just kind of a bunch of people sitting and drawing and having a good time. All right. So we are now at our final thoughts. So, Dominic, do you have a final thought for us? Uh, I'm glad to hear that this summer we have convention peace or as close to convention peace as we could have. Somewhere in my mind, I see a whole bunch of these guys getting together in a room in a, in a hotel and someone just going like, oh, come, I want to discuss. And I just <laughs> message see a whole... me la- Privately message me later, Dominic. Yeah, privately just, message me later. I, just, I hope something like that is going on because... Shoot me a message is, later. Yeah, yeah this, this was, what was going on before was like some like, warriors come out to play. It was, I don't think it was that cool. Not even that cool. It was just, but so that's just glad that's that's my final thought. I'm glad to hear that people are finally just working with each other and making it be something civil. Jen, do you have a final thought? 
it's just nice to see people working together. And, you know, my prediction, and I'm sure many others, is that I think we're going to see a lot of different, more independent events pop up, whether it's stand-up or comics. So it's cool to see people creating what they want to see instead of just sitting there and hoping that someone else will throw the party. You throw the party yourself. So it's, it's really nice to see. All right, Pete, you have a final thought for us? Speaking, I'm going to jump right off of what Jen said. So thank you for the segue, Jen. Speaking of independent and people doing their own thing, um, Mark Torres needs to know about this right away because his favorite show with the best food on Long Island. Oh, the macaroni and cheese cheeseburger. (laughs) Will be coming back soon. I'm working on bringing back Fat Guy Inc. presents the Indie Art Show. Uh, where a bunch, or myself and a bunch of other 12 to 14 independent, underground, unknown artists get together and have a fun time, a free fun time for everybody. We get to hang out and sell art and drink beer and eat cheeseburg- mac and cheese cheeseburgers. And the best, with the, with, with, I'm sorry, no offense to anybody, but I have the best cosplay contest on Long Island. <laughs> so there's, because there's no rules. Uh, and, and uh, there's not. And, um, that's going to be coming up soon. The tagline of our show is Jim Lee can come, but he can only get a beer. He can't have a table. <laughs> this is for this is for the artist. This is for the unpublished guy. This is for the guy that has trouble even getting into not just New York Comic Con, but any, you know, that hasn't been to a show or doesn't do that many shows. The self-published guy or girl, the, the self-published sculptor, the self-published painter, the underground guy, the graffiti guys that I used to run with, the underground pop-up paint show guys that I used to run with back in my misspent youth for those guys and that show will be making a comeback soon ish oh that's good Let's enough for say, me not, I, won't, I won't, be in, won't be in the summer won't be in the summer but enough, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna let covid because i still need constraints to yes, you know yes. go away but because we do have it in a bar but uh if you're 21 and over and like good art and great food and and <laughs> like to watch people in cosplay drinking standing next to you know bar regulars Indie yeah. art shows coming back soon, my friends. That Very soon. I'm, I'm into work. It's a so fun time. We are out of time, but I want to quickly mention, uh, my final thought is thanks uh, for Patrick and Pete for being guests on the show. Tropicon is an awesome event. You guys should really check it out. Pete, guy, Pete Beat Guy. Pete is an awesome guy. And check out his stuff as well. But I did want to quickly mention that the uh, Tropicon was nice enough to give away uh, passes, two passes to the event. So I'm going to let everybody know, whoever is listening to this either on the Facebook Live right now, on the YouTube page, or on the radio, go and comment on this video on our YouTube page for a chance, your name will be entered and you'll get some tickets. And also the Big Apple Cons gave us a pass to give away as well. So make sure you guys comment on this video on our YouTube page. That's uh, Came From Radio YouTube page, radio YouTube. Go on there as soon as uh, you guys watch this. Listen to this if you're listening on the radio. Go on there, comment, and you'll be entered to win free passes. I'll notify you as soon as possible. Um, thank you so much. This is... Um, yeah, that's about it for this week on the Came From the Radio. Join us right here and every week on this uh, radio station. If you miss any part of the show, Tough. go to our website, www.camefromradio.com. Look us up in the archives. We'll be up in a week or so. Um, our next live show, courtesy of the East Metal Public Library, which will be our 46th live show, which will be on July 14th with uh, stand-up comedian and comic book writer, Louis M. Cruz. So make sure you guys go to www.eastmetal.info. Register and be part of the show, and we will see you next week. 
Bye. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.